Yeah. Welcome Hello. to the next part, part two of our previous podcast. Yes. Welcome to this podcast. <laughs> well, if some of you don't already know, me and Zoe like to have a good laugh. Definitely. And we thought we would, how should I say it? Hmm. Fulfill the overseas people who may think that British people speak very posh and very slow in a very, very low voice. Agree. <laughs> 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 I forgot to add something um, to... Actually, no, this can be in a part two, even though it will happen on Monday. But should I add this in part one? Zoe, we've already started! <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my mind is just so... Oh. But, yeah. <laughs> what I wanted to mention was I'm, I'm going to a cinema for the first time in a year and a half on Monday. Okay. That'll be weird, but anyway, yeah. Yeah. I, I... <laughs> I know. Uh, my mind is just so up. Okay, yeah. So, for anyone who's listening, Zoe's just messed that all up. Like, <laughs> we had we had the plan in which we were going to I can start edit this pod- out. No, no, don't edit out, okay? <laughs> so, Zoe, so, we had this plan, and we were going to start the podcast in a very... Yeah, we, we did start it. In, in a very posh British accent, in which we did. But then Zoe decided that she wanted to add something in. That should have probably been in part one. And forget, and forgot that we were totally already started recording. So, anyway, that's typical Zoe I for you. I do apologise, Mrs Payne. That is not posh, that is with me with a low voice. <laughs> anyway. To be honest, posh-wise, people think when I... You know when we tell them... Oh, yeah. well, for me, anyway, I, I from South, I'm from South London. They're like, really? You don't I'm sound here. like you're from South London. The people from London speak like this. Oh, yeah, mate. Hello there. Literally. Oh, my gosh. No? When I say, because I go to university in what you would consider like a posh part of London because it's like Richmond area yeah. when I say to someone oh I'm from South East and they go what near Peckham like near Brexham and I'm like yeah what and they're like well you don't sound it and I'm like and I'm meant to come up to you and go hey mate give me your money or something like that <laughs> <laughs> like, do you know what I mean though like, I get I'm it but am I meant really. to do that because yeah. I don't like not everyone oh do not no one's not everyone is perceived by their postcode, okay? Like uh-huh. Like okay, all because I'm from S E doesn't mean like exactly. I want to rob you or or <laughs> I'm 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 unapproachable and you can't speak to me because well, I speak I'm like this angry. boy, mate, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's like water. Water. Oh, I'm angry. Oh, I hate it when people say water is water. I'm like, 
Did he? There's a T in there. Exactly. You know, you pronounce T, but anyway. Um, so me and Zoe had a very interesting conversation about dreams, and we oh. thought we would we would like to share it with you. Mm-hmm. So, I was. <laughs> so it all started off with how we were discussing how we're in. The, you, you know, when you're in a really nice dream, and you think it's real life, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people have had that dream where. Where you'll be sleeping, you're like, oh my gosh, this is so good. You, re- you don't even realize it's a dream until you get woken up. Um, and being a dog owner, the main source of me being woken up from a nice, loving, long dream is my dog licking me. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong, I love my dog. I mean, and anyone knows me, I love all animals, especially my dog. But when you're in the middle of a dream and you think it's real, you're like, oh my gosh, it actually happened. Oh my gosh, I can't remember. Well, you're having so much fun. Yeah. And then you get woken from it. And it's exactly nice. And you're like, well, I kind of hate you at the moment because. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's only recently that I realized you can't actually read in your dream. <laughs> and, and though you already knew this, apparently. And I thought um, I told you. Any, I know. But anyway, I knew that you couldn't see faces. Like, the only faces in which you see is ones in which you've seen recently. Oh, let's reiterate, you can't make up new faces. Yeah, you can't make up. There we go. You can't make up new faces. Okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> You can't make up new faces. Um, And you can't tell the time in your dream. So you can't... Well. You can know what the time is, but you can't exactly read. Yeah, if you so if you look at a clock, with the, you know, those normal clock, it will all be mm-hmm. squiggly lines or yeah. blurred out. And it's only recently from watching a program called Evil, if anyone's watched it, um, and about this, um, and one part of it is this woman in her dream and this demon um, is always, she comes across this demon in her dream. You should watch it. Um, no, thank you. And, oh, um, <laughs> she comes across this demon in a dream and she keeps on thinking that these dreams are real because he will scratch her or do something. She could actually feel it. And so she'll think it's actually, it's actually real. Um, and so one night um, before going to bed, she decided she was going to write on a piece of paper, can you read this and stick it to a ceiling? So then when she's actually in her dream and, and the demon's there, um, she looks at the semen. Uh, semen. <laughs> semen. semen. <laughs> Did you really <laughs> just say that from demon to? <laughs> she looks at the ceiling, um, and she sees a person, <laughs> and she realizes she can't read it. Can you stop? <laughs> <laughs> I meant to say ceiling. Okay. to the demon you're not real and it was only at that point in which when I went to bed mm-hmm. and I don't please don't make out as if I'm the only one who's done this because I'm pretty sure other people have done this and if I'm the only person who's done this then that makes me really sad um, but, <laughs> but you know but you know when you go to bed and like you want something to happen and so you try to make it happen in your dream and so I thought 
I'm going to go to bed and I'm going to try and dream something, but I'm also going to try and read something. And then I realised, I knew what it said, but I just couldn't see any of the letters. And it was only then in which I realised, you actually can't read stuff in your dream. Mm-hmm. And then Zoe already knew this, but she didn't decide that she was going to share this information with me. I did! When? When? <laughs> we had the other discussion about dreams before. Yeah, that was before! That's literally what I was but you should have remembered that, though. <laughs> okay. So, oh, so does it mean that when I said it, it went through one ear and came out the other? Is that why you forgot? I do have a brain in between, like, these two ears and, like, a lot of other things and nerves. But I did mention it and it doesn't sound like you remembered it. Okay, sorry, my brain's filled with a lot of other stuff. I know, but yeah. Or sometimes I remember the first time I realised you can't make new faces, and that was before I learnt it in psychology. Yeah. I always thought, why can't I do it? It's like, it's like I try so hard to, like, let's say whatever I'm imagining, I don't want that to be, let's say, your face. I want to be someone else's. I try so hard, okay, go, that move that, like, you know, change that face. Yeah. Or or it's like a character from a movie. You know, if I'm yeah. in a nightmare or something, I just get that out and it's like, no, you can't do it, you know? Oh, my gosh, the amount of times I've tried, I've tried doing it. You know, I mean, like, <clears throat> you'll be in the weirdest dream on Earth and I don't... Uh, okay, this, this sounds really creepy, okay? This sounds really... Weird. I remember having a dream about some pig... Being in a farm and these pigs running around the farm and all of a sudden they get up in their two trotters like their two back trotters and pull up some butcher's knives from somewhere and say we're gonna butcher you like bacon and I was just like what the fuck is going on <laughs> and I tried and no matter how much I tried I tried to change the scene and everything I tried I don't know I tried to picture like some like some exotic like um land somewhere and it's like well I've never been there so I can't really picture it yeah and no matter how much time like how much I tried changing like I woke up and tried going back to sleep yeah trying to picture the same thing couldn't do it to my discretion even to this day that dream creeped me out oh trust me I hate nightmares Uh, the thing I hate the most is um sleep paralysis or, um, mm. or when you end up jolting awake because you feel like you're falling and like oh my death, and then you just wake up. I was like, oh, oh my god, what the? You, literally, do you know what that is? It sounds weird, but that I love that. Yeah. Okay, there's this one time where I thought I was falling off of a roller coaster, uh-huh. and it actually feels like you're falling. And I was laying in bed, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. And I, <laughs> I don't know why. I remember waking up, and I remember saying to someone, um, like, I remember that she told me to my sister and saying, is that what it's like to, like, to jump out of an aeroplane with a parachute? Like, to, to feel like that. And I remember just saying, I really want to do that now. And so... I don't know, like, if anyone else finds it fun, you know, when you when you feel like you're falling, yeah. then please do tell me and don't make me feel like I'm alone. Because apparently Zoe doesn't like it. 
What? No. Feeling like a fool in there. But yeah, yeah I, I hate... I'm see- jolting away if that feeling <clears throat> like... If I end up uh, falling off a cliff. Yeah, but you don't like heights. It's, it's little things, actually. Even falling off a pavement. No. But, like... No, but even so, like, as you said, sleep paralysis, I hate that as well. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you'll be... <clears throat> especially when you're not... I don't like calling them nightmares because they're not really nightmares. Like, they don't scare me. Like, it doesn't make me scared of going back to sleep. Um, I like calling them, like, night... Like, bad dreams because they are just bad dreams. They're not exactly a dream you want to be in. Mm. Um, but, like, you know when you're having a bad dream and you try to wake yourself up, but you can't wake yourself up? I think that's the one thing in which I hate. Oh, yeah. I had to be, like... Most. Like, really close my eyes tight and make yeah. sure I say to myself, okay, okay, just wake up, move, move, move your body, try yeah. and move until it actually happens. Yeah, and, oh, I just I just hate that. But yeah, <clears throat> I think dreams are a very interesting thing because apparently, <clears throat> apparently your good dreams... I don't know where I've read this before, but I have read it, and I'm not making it up. Um, (laughs) um, Apparently, your good dreams are things in which you want to happen. So it's acting on your, um, I think, your unconscious, on your unconscious thoughts of things in which you want, like, you want to happen, but you just don't want, like, you just don't, like... (laughs) like consciously you don't know that you want them to happen Uh, but um but your unconscious knows that it wants knows that um that it wants it to happen and uh, so the way of interpreting it is in your dreams and so they come alive they come alive in your dreams about my dreams sometimes most of the time yeah is mainly of the shows I watch sometimes. Yeah. Good dreams, especially. I like to dream about the shows or the recent episodes or mm-hmm. the show. For example, if, if you know, whether the story on how they're going to... Yeah. Like, okay, that's good. But I... Because, so, like, for me, I'm very observant and stuff. Like, the story of why didn't they do that and that? And then I end up dreaming about, okay, what if that happened? What if that happened? And then it becomes this idea... Of like, quote unquote, fan fiction idea, and it's like with me, if it's really interesting, it becomes an episodic thing for my dream. Yeah. And yeah, it's just like, or even if it's not the episode, but it's just like you end up creating your own thing with the character. Yeah. And it becomes your own TV Lit- or something in your head. Literally, I've done. I literally, I've done it like so many times. You know when like you watch the film or something and you don't like the way it ends. You're like, wish I could change that ending. And you wish I it. Think it no, no, the annoying thing is, way. this. These are the times when you end up feeling like I didn't get to sleep enough. You know, like that when you blink yeah. your eye and then you know, and these are always happening to the good dreams. Mm, oh my gosh literally you're waking up in the middle of it literally but i i tend to dream of like sounds bizarre but i tend to dream of like things in which i want to do in the future so like it'll be yeah like in like i want like because i want to go into like animal rehabilitation um 
and like help animals that have gone through trauma um and stuff and I had like the weirdest dream it it was it was like two nights ago in which I was in like I wasn't in the zoo but I was in um like this animal sanctuary <clears throat> and they had like just saved these these um lions from poachers yeah and um and like they had been so badly abused well been chased by poachers and and like a few of them like had bullet wounds and stuff and so my job was to integrate them back into society into the wild and um like making sure that they were okay um and stuff and I was like I was like oh my gosh I want like literally that is what I want to do and you for some reason like you tend to have your best thoughts in your dreams exactly. and some people say you have your best thoughts when you're there's that saying isn't there I have a dream is that oh my exactly but the thing is like some people say that you have your best dream like your best thoughts when you're drunk and I'm like do you do you really was it in your dreams mm. and you know like that saying as well in your dreams oh mm. uh, yeah exactly See, the thing is, is that I feel like a whole entire life rolls around dreams because it is because literally because everyone everyone is dreaming for a better future or for uh, or for their best job or or something to be able to achieve something and you dream about it and like even if you can't make it reality you dream about it in your dream. in your sleep <laughs> and so technically you kind of you kind of whole life. Is exactly. And I just dreaming. love dreams sometimes because it's just like, oh, so good. Because you Is end it? up being like, yeah, like your thoughts, you have it. Let's like say you have your thoughts during the day and like, oh, okay, that'd be nice. Yeah. And then it ends up playing it out in your dream and it kind of helps you pl- like think out, will it actually suit me? Because you have it like, you know, you imagine it in your dream and see if it works. Yeah, oh, literally. But the thing, like, you know, when some, like, I've, like, some people may say, like, if you like your dream too much, why would you ever want to wake up from them? And it's like, as much as I like dreaming, I like, I like the idea that they are dreams and yeah. that there is a chance of making them a reality. Yeah. And that you have the ability to make them a reality. Okay, some things maybe not like I don't know, like being a king someday or something. Obviously, they're not going to. They're not really reality because we all know you can't really change that. You can't really become the king yeah. um, unless obviously you're born into the royal family, and then <laughs> and then you, kill you, you the, end up trying to do a killing spree. Yeah, and you and you like kill the side. Oh, um, the, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, some of them aren't you aren't able to make them reality, but I think that's the whole good thing about dreams is being able to know that they are dreams and you have yeah. the possibility to make them a reality if exactly. you try hard enough. Exactly, that is what drives you to work harder and and you know exactly. And it's I think it's just a way of also you know like checking in with yourself exactly knowing like what you want to achieve like i think yeah i think it's yeah but if you like that dream so much why don't you stay but then it's just like 
you don't have that sense of achievement. Like you're already there, yeah. and that's just so easy because you're just sleeping and, and thinking it, about. Yeah, and also it's well, not actually working for it. You know, it was also it kind of spoiled. You know, like the whole like mystery and the whole mm. like special special like thing that that surrounding dream, and it's like being it because if you if you're dreaming the whole entire time, you won't you won't be able to wake up and go. Well, I had a good dream. Do you want to hear about my dream, the dream I had last night? Oh. Um, and you don't have that ability to say, yes, that was a good dream. And also change it as well, because you don't really dream of the same thing every single night because oh. it changes now and again. Exactly. <laughs> and, like, you know, like, with dreams, like, you know, what like we said, you can't read, you can't tell time, you can't make new faces exactly even though you you're dreaming of something that you really want to do or something and you're already there and, and it's good and you don't want to leave it's like you won't be able to meet new people because it'll always be the same face you see exactly and you can't time read and it, it, by at yeah. one point you'll just get so sick and tired of it you just want to leave your dream exactly like dreams are amazing yeah stuff, but there are limitations to your dream exception movie plug <laughs> yeah there are there are limitations to to your dream anyway that's dreams do you want to hear do you want to know what i did for like the whole entire week last last week or was it this week okay okay so you know how everyone had <laughs> a fascination with line of duty okay so yeah i'm one of those people and I'm pretty sure you are as well. Whereas I don't watch something because everyone else is watching it. Oh, yeah, me too. Um, it was like with, uh, was it Money Heist? Yeah. Everyone I'm was not... so obsessed with it. I didn't watch it when it was like on top. And I just, like, after a while, I was like, okay, then what? Let me just yeah. look at it and see what it is. Literally, so I don't watch things when everyone's trending about it. I go, oh my gosh, you should watch it. You should watch this. You should watch that. And I'm like, I'm not there when the hype's there. Sorry. Oh. Um, a bit of a, a bit of a late comment, but then again, I don't really like watching something when there's a hype around it because it's yeah. kind of feels like there's a. Force. It might just ruin the experience because like everyone yeah. is hyped. Sometimes because when they're hyped, it might not be good. Sometimes when they're hyped, about exactly. yeah, about it, it might be good, but it's just like I'll just watch it in my own time. Because it kind of just spoils the whole experience of it. But yeah. anyway, um, me and my mum. <laughs> so. I've been because my mom's been shielding and she still shields until she has her second vaccine. Um, we and I've had so much spare time because obviously uni finished last week for me. Lucky. Um, we decided to see what all the hype is about about Line of Duty, and we went from the very first season, which uh-huh. started, yeah, which started six years ago, yeah, and watched all of them in a week wow how many seasons are there there's um, there's six oh. but there's like there's like 10 or something episodes oh, in each yeah. season. i think i watched one or two i haven't continued watching it yet yeah no read it to and to this day i still don't know what the hype is about it <laughs> Same with Money Heist. I'm sorry, it was... It didn't have the ending in which 
sorry, my chair is very uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> it didn't have the same, like, it didn't have, like, the ending I kind of expected it to have to it. Mm. Because, Don't like, spoil it yet. I have. No, I'm not, go- I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Um, but you know how, like, everyone's, like, trying to figure out who H is? And I was like, oh, my gosh. It's this big person who's in charge of all the corruption and 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 stuff. And he's the reason why there's so much corruption in that. And then it got to the sixth, se- sixth season. I kind of spoiled it. And it was kind of like, well, it wasn't this one person. It was, like, four individual people. But... Wow. Yeah, but it, even so, like, I'm not going to ruin who hates Um No, but I'm interested anyone in it, who's but like, just, you know, yeah. Yeah, any of our, like, people who aren't British who are watching it, it's a British program, mm. and it's about, it's about police corruption within the police force. I think it's it was about... popularised because it became on, obviously, BBC, and then yeah. Netflix, and then yeah. worldwide, and then, you know. Yeah, literally, I think... Is it she's about like this department AC12 who are investigating police corruption? I thought like it isn't like it's the same with money heist. Like obviously it's an interesting thing. Yeah, and it was like it's on Netflix. (laughs) And you know Spanish uh, drama and stuff like that. Yeah. And obviously, I just every when it came out on Netflix, everyone was raging about it. I was like, okay, or someone, oh, you should watch it. You should watch it. I was like, I watch it in my own time. Like, what's so good about this? And then after the hype, it was so Netflix, and I just watched it, and I was like, what? Yeah. What was the hype about? Okay, it's not really that. Literally, I it, it's not that like over the edge where it's different than other things I've watched already. You know, but it's just in Spanish, I guess. Yeah, oh. literally, like, I don't... nothing is bad though. I'll just yeah. me personally, I never understood the hype around it. It's a good drama, I'm not saying it's bad. Yeah, but the I think the hype was a bit too over the top for me, anyway. I, I mean, yeah, I just don't, I just don't understand, you know, like when people like make a big fuss out of a TV show and it's like yeah I get it like I get everyone loves it and stuff yeah um but you know when you you know when you don't watch it when everyone else watches yeah. it and then they go to you oh my gosh how have you not watched this like you really need to watch it and I'm like don't really need to do anything really yeah um but okay, if you say it's good, it doesn't. I mean, for me and you, sometimes I I'm not that. T- I'm I only recommend when I personally think it's good. Yeah. Like obviously, I well, I I always say okay. Well, I think it's good. I don't know about you, but maybe you could watch it. This is how I say it. Yeah. Because I that. I, I, just because I really like it doesn't mean it means someone else not liking it. Like so it. I would. Yeah. So even if I want to suggest something to you, I always say okay. I like it, and I you know. I like it and stuff like that. I don't know if you like it, but you can take a look. You know. Yeah, literally. That's that's the thing. That's that's what I do as well. Like. Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> and Grey's Anatomy. There is. There is. There is so... You can watch it if you want. It's mm-hmm. on Disney Plus or Amazon Prime. 
There is so many different things which I've watched in the past week. I've been like, oh my god, that's amazing. You know when you've watched something, okay? Yeah. There's only one season. Oh, yeah. And you've got, oh my gosh, what's going to happen to the second, like in the second season? So, and you start watching it, but it's been released like four years previously. And you looked up whether there's like a second season or something. And they go, oh no, this was cancelled. I know. Let me just say, Gypsy on Netflix was interesting, but they cancelled. I think I watched that. Oh my god, there were so many things in which I've watched on Netflix that they've cancelled, okay? I've made a list. Oh, talking about Netflix quickly, let me just recommend this new comedy show, The Upshaws. I'm sorry, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. (laughs) Sorry, that is so good. That is so good. I think they might be doing season two, Cross Fingers. Uh, I I saw watch I saw watch that. Do you know what also I recommend watching? What Family Reunion. Okay, huh? Family Reunion. It's on Netflix. What is it about? It's about it's a comedy. Okay. It's a comedy, but it's about this family who have moved um from Seattle. I think it's from Seattle. Correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. Um from like the big city and they've moved back to live with um their dad's parents or their grandparents uh-huh. um and she is the most funniest woman on the like her grand the grandma is just hilarious and it's it's the most funniest thing in the world and the re- like I recommend watching it but obviously like some people may not find it not yeah, it's like, it's a, yeah, exactly. Like, I watch, for example, one of my other favorite shows, yeah, is The Golden Girls, and they're like the old sitcom, like 1980, yeah. you know, they started in 90s, I can't remember, but anyway, 1985, I think it's what I, but anyway, it stars Betty White, Beatha, Rue, I and yeah. talk about you know, and I and I reference it to you in time because it literally feels like us when we're gonna be old mm-hmm. and live it like if we did live oh, to it and that'll be us. And, and yeah, when I do that and I recommend to people, oh yeah, by the way, this is a really old clip, but it's like I could recommend you watching it because it doesn't matter if it's really old or yeah. not new. Like if it's good, you should recommend it. Don't obviously say, Oh, you, you watch it, you need to watch it, you yeah. need to watch it. Like, oh I'll, I'll, let me just recommend this because it's good. Now, and the stuff I, they talk about in there, it's just like, wow, they're very advanced, and then it's funny, and it's yeah. you know, and it's relatable because it's not like because when they did write it, Susan Harris created it. Um, it talked about more like older women, <laughs> older women like in the sixties and stuff yeah. like that, like they have grandchild children and stuff like that. It's not like those young, you know women when you're young and it's like different and it's just so funny like you never get let me just say personally you'll never get bored watching you can watch it thousands thousands of times and never Literally. get bored that's one reason why i watched family reunion was because the grandma in it remind me so much of my grandma oh. like god rest her soul but she is the most <laughs> funniest woman ever and it's like you know when like it like there's sometimes when she'll go, she goes, let me go and get to my belt because I remember my grandma saying, ah. to me, yeah, I remember my grandma saying 
uh, like just like joking around um and saying and saying that to me but oh my gosh it is just it's just funny it's like the funniest thing enough but yeah there's there's like other things that I, I've watched like obviously that are like new but Haunting um, of Blind Manor and Hill House I watched that with, I watched that with my mum good um, Blind Manor though <laughs> I've watched um Teenage Bounty Hunter is oh, hilarious no, I haven't it's it's hilarious. I suggest it. Like, if you don't like, I don't know, crude comments or anything, um, don't. I don't suggest watching it because they do. Yeah, and it. I think it is an eighteen because of some of the things in which they talk. About. Wait, what was it about? I know it's a fifteen. Basically, what? Basically, um, it's teenage bounty hunts, um, hunters. Um, basically, it's about these twins yeah. um, who accidentally <laughs> um, who pretend they're bounty hunters to start off with, um, but then they get employed by a bounty hunter oh. who they work with um, with him, um, and it's like them, you know, catching people. But it's hilarious. Like there is like, even though it may seem like it's. Even though it may seem like they're like completely different episodes because they're different bounties in which they're going after each time, there is like one constant storyline where you like you have the storyline of the girls and then you yeah, have the storyline yeah, yeah. of the bounty, um, and you kind of have that going on. Um, another, oh, another thing. Oh, one thing I was going to say is Ellen DeGeneres' show is coming. Know. To an end after 19 years. I know, sad. I. But all I'm, good I'm, things have to come out. I'm not going to. Yeah. I'm not going to say I cried because that would be a lie. Um. What would you say? I said I'm not going to say I cried because yeah. that would be a lie. Yeah. Um. But I was. I was like really shocked. Like I was oh. like, oh my gosh, she's coming to an end. Like it's hard to believe because you know. Yeah. And 19, 10 and 20. Yeah. Um, and so she's been around like my whole entire life. But um, you know, she did say she she knew kind of knew it by yeah, 19. She, because when she signed the contract, it was like, oh, okay, by 19, I'll probably because 19 is a lot and it's time. Yeah. And, and like you, I, and it's kind of like creativeness. You have to end up because you spent so much of your time doing that because it's daytime. Yeah. It's like you have to get her off. Literally, I completely like I completely understand like, but I feel like she has opened the doorway for like so many people. Mm. And um like she's like increased like you know people which you've never heard of, like I'll be watching like little clips of it. Um, and There'll be people which I've never, ever, ever heard of. And after watching a show, I'll go, okay, yeah, I'm going to look up this person and see who they are. And, like, start looking at, like, their work and stuff. And it was... And it's, like, she's opened, like, doorways for, like, so many different people. Um, But also, as well, like, I kind kind of understand it as well. Like, she's kind of leaving space for new people to come around and not take this work because obviously you're never going to be able to replace Ellen's show. Exactly. Um, I don't think 
Yeah, and her show, even though her show's ending, it doesn't mean she's... Exactly, it doesn't mean that like, she's ending, it doesn't mean we're never going to hear of her again. Exactly, but it's just like, some people go, oh, maybe because it was, it was a scandal. Like, to be honest, in my opinion, I don't believe or believe it, because obviously I'm not, you know, but it does sound like it's it, it, it's a bit... She's been on for 19 seasons. Yeah. And for her to take all the blame for it, just because she... Yeah. yeah, get it, she's the boss and stuff. But if you think yeah. about it, the amount of people work... Out there. Uh, uh, there. It's like, how are you going to get that much people unless you create a line and have people complain or, or, or you know like that but, but again thing, you know we we aren't there we don't know the full but exactly but also as well as we said beginning um in june the last episode as well which is that everyone's gonna make mistakes but also you're also gonna face scrutiny, um, scrutiny yeah. no matter what you do and she did say something like oh okay she only started saying be kind because of uh uh, uh gay people or others were getting hurt and it was yeah and then she never wanted really to become that symbol of that that be kind lady. Yeah. Um, it became like an easy target just because, like, for example, she can't, like, honk her horn and or say something that she wants to say because like, it'll easy be, be like, oh, that be kind lady is being rude to me. Yeah. Like, she's human. <laughs> like, just, let, like, get, I get it. Uh, and, you know, obviously, if it did happen, it shouldn't have happened. Yeah. But surely she shouldn't be the whole one being blamed because the amount of things she has done, good things she has done shouldn't be clouded obviously I'm not saying okay I, that's always that and, and that should yeah. be wiped on the carpet I'm just saying like for that and then for people to say blah 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 and, like, and I have a, that high feeling you know they're the ones who wants to win all those free goodies yeah, probably and probably didn't get it. I'm not. This is my opinion, but you know, uh, 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 it's just like that timing just didn't. It's it's like, for example, uh, recently Tom Cruise returned his three Golden Globes to uh win uh, trophies to, back to the um uh, Golden Globes or Hollywood Foreign Press Association. You know those that organize yeah. it because of diversity issues and stuff. And I'm just like. Well, good for you, but it doesn't really change anything. N- no, it's like it shows you're not that like, you're supporting like you need the change. Personally, those awards you won like nearly twenty years ago, and so it took you that long to realize. Oh, hang on, there's diversity issue. Let me return it now. Like mm-hmm. there were other times you that for in that twenty years you could have. I, I just, you know, for me when I read it, I was like, okay, good for you, but it shouldn't take you more than like yeah to realize that there's or, a that there's an issue know, to return it until someone, you know, because there were always there were always diversity issues in those kind of things, mm-hmm. but for you, I guess it's just like that big gesture. That's just my opinion, anyway. Yeah. But, um. Uh, you know, just you know what? now, just like, what is it? Yeah, it shows your support of it, but there's not really much thing you can do by by returning it either. 
20 years later. You could have done that way before and started that, and it might have started, I started that conversation way um, before that because yeah. yeah, that's Tom Cruise. He returned it because he didn't agree with diversity. If that happened way back then earlier, the conversation would have moved forward way quicker. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, yeah, kudos for him to return it. But well, I don't care if he returns it or keep it. But it's just like, you know, a bit late for it, isn't it, mate? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that just thing. London that just came out of me. <laughs> but that's that's the thing, though, and it's oh, I don't know, like, yeah, but even so, like, it is found when something comes to an end. Hmm. Like, even though we've got to accept. We've got to accept the ending, but yeah, also again, like, gonna be an ending. exactly. But then again, the ending is just the beginning of something new. Exactly. So that's that's, that's how I I see it because my favorite my favorite band who's American, um, like my favorite rock, um, it's like indie rock band, um, Paramore. They went on a hiatus, um, back in, give me a second, back in two thousand and seventeen. Yeah. The reason why I know that was because the last album was in 2017 because it came out the year I was sitting my GCSEs and I remember listening to it. Oh, yeah. I remember remember it coming out on the morning of one of my GCSEs um, exam. And I remember getting on the bus and like, oh, my gosh, a new album's out. And I was like, yes, this is going to set me up up for the whole entire day actually did it was actually one of the best exams I actually did um, <laughs> but even so like you they went thank on a, them for that I know thank you let's just say thank you Hayley Williams for you know for your for your album well Paramore the whole entire band but that if they even listen to this it, oh well obviously well might not anyway <laughs> but even so like it was the like they were on a hiatus and they're still on um, on their hiatus and it's like four years later and she went off and she's done a um, solo album um, but even so like even though like it's a hiatus like that little bit of a period has kind of come to an end like a little bit um, and I kind of accepted that I didn't go oh my god <laughs> I've kind of gone okay but do you know what this is the beginning of something something new something that's possibly even greater than what was before but yeah yeah, there's always going to be an ending yeah and you always have to look to the future you can't always hold on to the you know exactly and it kind of if there's just a continuum it kind of takes the whole specialty out of it because you never know when something exactly because you never know when something's going to come to an end mm-hmm. and if you know that it's never going to come to an end it's just going to be continuing then it doesn't leave any like suspense or any of making the most of the moment kind of thing yeah. because if you know there's an end but you never know when the end is coming yeah. it makes you it makes you be more grateful and want yeah. to experience those things a little bit more and um and go for a little bit more so mm. it yeah. makes you excited yeah it's sad to have the certain thing in but it makes you excited for the journey ahead and that's what makes life wonderful i guess exactly. because 
you know, you learn new things, you do new things, yeah. and, and and there's never the constant thing, I guess. Not yeah. to everyone, anyway. But I, um, it's like, for example, in a job, you move up ranks. You know, ne- you're yeah. never going to stay in the same position unless you don't want to move up. I but think, you know, I think that was one thing I had to come to terms with. You know, like even secondary school. Because oh yeah there was that big because there was that that kind of because when we moved from primary school to secondary school yeah um you were all a bit we were all still a bit too young to actually realize and like we hadn't formed like those connections in primary school yeah. um, in which we didn't we have in secondary school and so it was like even secondary school it was kind of like you know that little bit of fear and it was like yeah oh my and we God, worked together we went yeah together. oh my gosh I literally I remember year 11 like we're making out a whole entire plan saying we're gonna both go to sixth form I know uh, and um and it was like we we're both gonna go to sixth form and I think at that point we also were like oh we're gonna go to the same university but you didn't know whether you wanted to go to uni yet or not yeah um, what course I'm doing yeah and then yeah, oh I wasn't 100% of... actually let me say yeah because you were kind of like I want to be a pilot there was part, parts in which you were like that I was want... young yeah oh. because I do like the joy of seeing yeah people like, like, like going on holiday and, and like reuniting family but then yeah. I thought that's a bit too much responsibility for me on my part having <laughs> oh, other people's lives in your hand <laughs> 2,000 people no 200 sorry 1,000 Thousands a bit too much. Two hundred people. And I remember it coming to results day, and I remember he who shall not be named. Um, basically, I wanted to take biology, chemistry, and psychology A levels, and I got set. I got to know. I said, "Yeah, you can take biology and psych um and psychology. No, you can take chemistry and psychology um A levels, whereas biology was what I really needed." Um, I mean, it was like, but even though I got the same grade in biology and chemistry, it was like, but your grade in biology is a little bit lower than your grade in chemistry. Um, so you're not going to be able to do biology, but you can do chemistry and psychology. And I was thinking, well, chemistry is a bit harder than biology. Um, and I remember going, oh my gosh, I can't do it. And I remember just crying. Aww. <laughs> it it sounds so bizarre, but like I just got my results, and I think it was a whole idea of like everyone we knew, um, like most people we knew were going into their sixth form at school, yeah. And so it was like, oh my god, like I'm gonna be the only one who didn't, and I and like I told everyone that I was going to go to um, our sixth form, um, and then it was it was actually leaving the school, like going outside of school to get like some air. and talking and talking to Miss Milner oh my oh oh my gosh Uh, obviously some people don't know who Miss Milner but she was like a really she was like one of the best teachers in which someone could ask for especially when it came to advice and stuff yeah yeah, because half the time she didn't even act that she was your teacher she acted like she was your mate um, and you could actually speak to her about stuff and I remember her coming out saying to me um, and asked me why I was crying and basically explained it to her um and she hey, basically let's go back and visit <laughs> and, she, and she basically said it to me um said to me um maybe 
like sick formism for you maybe like maybe you um this was meant to happen and you were meant yeah. to go somewhere else and I think it was like at that point it was where I came to terms with the fact that even if something's coming to an end something great could be happening yeah um and I think that's one like when I realized like end of like it's not the, the end, end of the world basically exactly yeah well, because someone's coming to the end doesn't mean the whole world is going to crash and burn in front of your eyes. Exactly. Uh, and your peril. <laughs> exactly. It just means that something else, something new that even you may be fit in fear of, take, like, just take a step and, and go for it because it may be something greater than what was before. Oh, yeah. Let me just think. I, I was just thinking back. It wasn't by year 11, I decided. I think it was by end of year 10 or, like beginning of year 11 when when that you because remember when we went to open days I yeah i was already looking for like, oh, yeah, you're already looking for like different yeah that was before because yeah. i was already looking for like that and then finding and then the only reason why i decided because they they started doing a film study course and i was the first yeah. year doing it. i was like okay just because yeah, i remember i i literally i remember feeling like a complete and not a hypocrite because <laughs> you were like you're looking like other places and stuff yeah. and i was like oh my gosh you should just go to the sit film like i'm going to the sit film you should go to the sit film <laughs> and then the funny part is is zoe ended up going to the sit film and i didn't <laughs> <laughs> Even though I'm going to turn up, I'm going to the sixth form. You need yeah, to come. Yeah. Um, but even so, like, I I don't know. I think that was my one fear was that you know leaving like because we won't go to the same place. I thought yeah. oh, I'm going to use like my best friend. Like, oh, oh no. we're, like, we're not going to stay in contact. And then look, like four years on from leaving. <laughs> <it's> <laughs> from leaving. Um, well, I left. You didn't. You stayed. Yeah. Um, for four years from leave, um, from leaving um, and not seeing each other like every single we day. We make time for each other and I think that's the important part. Yeah. And the most we important part is like you don't have to text each other every day to keep yeah. in contact, Lit- you know. Literally like I think I think that's the, the beauty of friends, like you know who are your best friends. Yeah, and you understand each you, other. It's like because you can go, I don't know, like two weeks or even more, you know, we've never gone longer than two weeks. Yeah. Um, you can go two weeks or more not talking to them and then but talking to them again after such a long period feels like you only spoke to them yesterday. Exactly. And, and there's, there's never that awkwardness around it, which is how you always know that that is your best friend. And making time for each other, like understanding that the other person is busy. Mm. Um, and that even and you know, you're not. For me anyway, I sometimes forget to text. Not gonna lie, I'm not good with texting sometimes. I literally no, I've I realized that. So like even like sometimes like it'll be one of us who picks up the phone to the other one and goes, Oh my god, I have this, it's her. like you know, I'm on like one of those rants. Oh yeah, um, but I'll text you first, obviously. You'll be like, oh, yeah, like, oh my god, are you okay with like to talk? Yeah. Um yeah, I think I think that's when you realise as well like yeah there's also when you realize that who's close to you you know when something going back to when something ends is not always the end it may be some beginning something great yeah that's also when you know that your friends are like your best friends because even if something's ended and you may not be continuing the same path as them um it it may not it doesn't mean that you're 
going your your friendship's going to end it doesn't mean that you're never going to see each other again it just means that you are taking separate paths you are starting something new without the other person it doesn't mean the friendship should stop exactly and it just means another chapter in your amazing friendship and it may grow even stronger than it was before exactly because if you're you're able to work with your friend along with your friend even though both of you are taking different paths Exactly. You know, personally, not personally, but I think it's like it might sound cheesy, but it's not really. It's the truth. That's life. The thing we just talked about, you know. Yeah, it's life. Because the thing is, it is it is life, and you know, like you know, when someone's like, because thing is, is that no matter how much you like the person, no matter how much time you like spending with the person. You don't want to be with that person. You've there's never one person which you want to be twenty four seven. Exactly, and you understand yeah. that you give, you need to give them space. Exactly, because like if you're with the other person all the time, you have nothing else to talk about because the other person was there witnessing what you were witnessing. Yeah. So there isn't no gossip. There isn't like. Oh my God! Do you know what this person said to me today? Or do you know what they said to me yesterday? Or, or did you hear about what this? What did you eat today? What did you do? Like, I get it. I, if I do it with my family, yeah, no. But... Or did you? Literally, or did you? Or did you hear that someone broke up? And like, just being able to do that and and be like that little element of like surprise and not knowing what they yeah. were going to say, and you're like, no, I didn't hear that tell me about it please because i need to know um but like you can't go to say that to someone you've been with because you can't go oh did you know this these two people broke up and they go yeah i was there when you heard uh-huh. i already knew it i probably knew it like a few seconds before you did before <laughs> i registered it quicker than you did but um yeah like but yeah it's just you just have to understand like to keep a friend it or best friend it doesn't mean you have to talk every single day 24 7 it's just that if you understand them you know you don't have to talk to each other every day you know you give them space to do their own thing and then when we want to talk we want to talk and it wouldn't like you said it wouldn't be awkward because it'll be like oh just yesterday we talked about that you know it's literally exactly like I think that yeah. is the beauty of it. Exactly. It's kind of, but also, again, it's kind of like, that's that's life. Like, I was just at you, when you said that's life, the first thing that popped into my head was that's life by Frank, um, Frank Sinatra. <laughs> uh, um, and literally, like, there's a line in which she goes, um, I'm up, I'm down, wait, that's life, that's all people say. You know, like you could be ride, riding high yeah. in like April and then shut down in May. Yeah. Um, and it's like you never, you never know when something's going to end, or like never know when something's going to happen, um, because you know it's life. Exactly. I think, I think that's like anyone who hasn't listened to that song is a very old song, but it is a very, very. Beautiful song, but also like you can relate to it. Like I'm pretty, everyone yeah. can relate to it in some sort of sort I of way because everyone's going through the way. I think I can class as my all-time favorite song. 
that I can listen to on repeat and and it will make me tear up on a sad day. Yeah. Make me tear up on a happy day and I'll listen to it anyway. Oh, that's 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 not supposed to rhyme, but anyway. <laughs> it's in English it's called The Song of the Sunset. Yeah. And it it is my all time favourite song and obviously it's an emotional song, but if you look into the lyrics, yeah, it'll make you tear up probably sometimes. If you're in a bad mood and you listen to it, it makes you tear up. Or if you have a if you listen to the story or, you know anyway, it just yeah, you listen to it, you're happy, you're sad, you know, it's you know, but it's just a very beautiful song and it's just it's just beautiful. And it's yeah. my all-time favorite, and it's in Cantonese, obviously. Because yeah. the thing is about that song, it first was a Japanese one, and then in Hong Kong, they the 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 people in the music industry they got rights from it, and then they wrote that. But that piece, "Song of the Sunset," it's a very beautiful mm-hmm. song. I think, I think, even though I have, okay, even though I have my favorite song, like my favorite song lyrics from my favorite song like tattooed on my my arm um my all-time favorite if I'm not going by like like obviously like my favorite song I can listen to like when I'm sad and when I'm happy yeah. um which is by obviously my favorite band <laughs> um, but once like two songs in which I always go to are That's Life by um Frank Sinatra mm. but also Change Is Gonna Come by Sam Cooke mm. um and uh, and he's like he's talking about you know about change and and how things are going to change um yeah. for the better and um i sounds up but i know both songs off by heart wow. uh, and i know that song off by heart kind of yeah like i don't i don't know why like listening like because i'm a very oldie person so oh, I listen to, I listen to a lot of old music, but like this when one I, play, I listen to is old too. <laughs> yeah, literally, like when I say I listen to old music, I mean I listen to people with which some people are age or even younger. I won't know who the hell they are. Um, but yeah, but listening to the song the first time, I don't know. Like I had to like go look for the lyrics and um start listening to them, and then also um Sam Cooke. Um, I remember my dad telling me um, the story of Sam Cooke and how um, how like he was shot um, and how he was still dreaming of change even when he died. Um, and it was like um, reading, like looking at his lyrics, like you don't even have to li- like listen to his lyrics, um, like listen to the song. You can just read the lyrics. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Same with, with um, the song, my favorite all time. Yeah, the sunset, and it's obviously a Cantonese song, but it's it just even though the singer who sang that she yeah. passed away in two thousand three from cervical yeah. cancer. Yeah, and, and people. And if I tell them my age and and I say, oh, that's my favorite song, they'll be like, oh wow, okay. Um, uh, but that's the power of the internet, I guess. You end up finding things that that could be older than you and become your favorite. Yeah. And I researched, like, obviously, because 
I looked through the Chinese lyrics as well, which I pretty much know off by heart, kind of like mm-hmm. you know. But um, and then this was that I looked at an English one for one of them, uh, for one of the verses. Yeah, and it was just like the whole lyric. This is why it's just so beautiful. This song in general, whether it's emotional, like I just listen to every day or every emotion I have, I'll just listen to it. Yeah, uh, and it's just like uh, the quick one. Uh, I don't know if it's an exact translation, but yeah. but this is what is English for one of the verse. Heavens birth me as a lonely person, thus I possess a gloomy heart. On the road met with wind, frost, tears, and laughters. One day thinking of returning, but it's already too late. Yeah. And 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 that speaks because it's like you feel like you're lonely, but then it's like it's it's kind of like life. It's like when you want to go back to certain things in life, it might end up being yeah. too late sometimes. And it's like you know, but yeah. Let me just say yeah. that song is very beautiful, even though you don't, even though it's another language. I do yeah. re- recommend uh, listening to it. I mean, I think one, like, one, even though, like, the whole way through um, Change is going to come by Sam Cooke, like, even yeah. though the whole, the whole entire thing, like, he's, like, mentioning, like, Change is going to come and saying, yeah, it's going to come. Um, but he does mention how, like, there were points in which he didn't think it was going to happen. Mm. And I'm pretty sure, like, there's people out there who think that Change isn't going to happen and that it's all but a dream and, and dreams don't come true. Um, and but there is one one bit in which like resonates in which he says um there's been times that I thought I couldn't last for long but but now I think I'm able to carry on and it was like you know because like everyone has like everyone has those days in which you're like oh I don't think I can carry on like I don't yeah, well, I can't do this anymore. yeah and then and then you'll be like actually yeah I can like even if it's not on the same day and it's like I don't know like a day later or a week later or something you're like yeah Mm. I can do this like everyone has those moments so I think also that's one like one of the most powerful things you know in music itself it's like you know how people are able to like even though people like are like oh yeah this is this is a great song like this is a great beat like this is amazing um but you know, like looking, it's always great to look at the lyrics and see yeah. if there's a story. I think it's the same with film or them. TV as well. It's like, okay, yeah. that might just be entertainment. But in reality, it's like if it's a really good story that speaks to you, you end up watching over and over because it's yeah. you. And it doesn't matter if it's a movie, TV, or music, if it speaks to you, it yeah. speaks to you. And then, yeah. and also, well, like some people don't intend there to be a model. A motto behind it like there's so many films like out there in which they don't intend there to be a motto yeah there is like sometimes there is one and it's like you can make it out to be like obviously sometimes they don't obviously state what the motto of the story is but you if you look for it you will always find like a little motto like Mm -hmm. maybe I don't know um what goes around comes around you know like those films in which someone's something bad at the start Exactly. to someone um to some who's done something bad to someone um at the start of the film but then at the end of the film the person which were the receiver of that bad thing 
um, I don't know, get revenge on the person you wronged them in the beginning with. And that matter was like, um, it's kind of like, don't do to others what you don't want to be done to you because you won't like it. And, but then again, at the same time, what goes around comes around. Exactly. And there's always a muscle like with our, oh my gosh, with our podcast, I don't think we realise it at when we start the episode. Yeah. But there always ends up to be a motto uh, at the end of every single recording, even yeah. though we didn't intend them to be yeah. a motto. It for our listeners if they don't know. What? State the motto, just in case. What, for this one? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Okay. What so, was the last one, though? Part one. <laughs> you know what? We always end up doing this. We always end up coming up with it after we've done the episode and we've actually gone before about it but for this one I kind of already thought um, of it so it was like the end is not the end it's only the beginning beautiful beautiful so I've already already thought of it and you know sometimes we even pair as like our title yeah I I think this would be good for part two but yeah it's like um motto wise yeah exactly for example even or even story wise you guys like yeah, most horror films I don't watch, it's more jump scares. But if you look yeah. deeply, for example, uh, uh, this horror anthology, The Haunting of Hill House and Bly Manor, especially Bly Manor, I really liked my favourite. Um, it's like they have a very deeper meaning behind it. So it's like, it. Talk, for example, Bly Manor, more about like the mind and the person. Yeah. Uh, and you end up resonating with the character Danny because it's like she's suffering from this possibly guilt from yeah. her ex fiance that that died. And it, it, yeah, if you look deeper and you analyze it deeper, obviously not analyze like an English essay, but you know what I mean. <laughs> um, but if you if you understand it deeper, it's not just a horror series. One, it, and it's not even a ghost story. It's like that character that says that, yeah, it's a love story. Yeah, it's a love story. Yeah. I and mean, if you look deeper as well, it's that, that some, it happens to some people, you know, that feeling like of guilt and paranoia, you know, those kind of things. It, it, it's real, but, but you know, and I, I think, think, yeah. Yeah, I think sometimes we just need, even though, you know, people like, as you said before, um, things are made for entertainment reasons yeah. um, I think a lot of things open a lot of films and stuff open people's eyes to things in which they wouldn't probably consider before but also mm. it gives people a chance to look at someone else's experience who exactly. may not oh. be going who may not be going through exactly what the character in a film is exactly. going through or maybe going through something similar to that yeah, and there's one thing I want to mention, but I don't want to spoil it because it's not really in the idea. Okay. Part of a thing I want to do is there's one is more about showing mother's love to children, mm-hmm. to a child growing up, yeah. and the journey of it. And obviously it might end up being portrayed by an Asian people, like a family or even like, you yeah. know, but doesn't necessarily mean it only applies to, for example, Asian families or Asian yeah. families. It applies to mothers around the world. That's exactly. 
because it's like it's a mother's love just because i'm portraying it for example from my heritage or something like that you know doesn't mean it doesn't apply to you you for example because a mother's love doesn't really have boundaries i guess exactly like it doesn't matter if it's like oh i'm the african mother or or or, you know uh, 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 a saudi arabian mother american south american Mm -hmm. you know spanish just like mums are mums and that's how they're gonna like look after their child and there's no thing mm-hmm. and so this thing that I'm having an idea of it is to show it even though it's from boy like you know like a Chinese mother yeah. it, it, it will apply to everyone's mum dad you know whoever I'm trying to be inclusive inclusive yeah. of that. so it's be like parents in general but yeah. but I you know, yeah, but I no, I agree with that because I feel like there's two people in my family who my family's massive and nobody knows like I have I have four siblings and then also my parents as well. But there are out of my six close re- relatives, the two people which I feel closest to the most are my mum and my older brother, mainly yeah. because no matter what I've done no matter and let me tell you I can be I wouldn't say I, I I was never naughty as a child yeah um but no matter what I did or I've said like in regret yeah. like or anything my mum's still like still love me in every single way and like as I said like I'm pretty sure people can tell like me and my mum are like really close like yeah. I tell her everything mm. um and then also my older brother because my older brother's always been there, even though he's my only brother. Yeah. Um, he's always been there. And like some people might expect me to be close to my sister. But yeah. me and my brother have always, always done things together. Like we've always I've always gone to concerts with my brother. I've yeah, always I guess your personality is the same. Yeah. And I'm, similar gender like just because like it doesn't mean like you all like a sister will have to always be close yeah. to a sister it might also be close to a brother because yeah. personalities are like exactly because like I feel like because when someone answers I remember someone asking me oh you have like so many siblings like surely like you're closer to one of them yeah. and someone expected me to say my one of my sisters because there's only the most and there's only what two years age gap between my older sister and my younger sister and yeah. I um and someone expected me to say my sister and I went no it's not my sister it's it's my brother mm-hmm. um and it may it may have something to do with the fact that we share the same interests and in, in they may also be due to the fact in which we understand each mm-hmm. other and we know and like we know when the other person is joking around like we joke around all the time yeah and when I say joking around it's not normally it's not the normal sibling joking around like or I don't know like your normal sibling joking around maybe making a joke with your your other sibling with my me my brother's joking around is calling each other names and seeing whose cuss is better than the other person's um (laughs) If anyone doesn't know what cuss means, um, it simply just means insult. Um, yeah. seeing who's For insult- non-UK listeners. Yeah, um, his insult is better than the others. I mean... It's, let me use it in a sentence. Aisha, I'm going to cuss you out today. 
they're in a, this is a British one. You know, like, you hear it all the time, and you're yeah. like, oh, I'm going to cuss you out today, or like, oh, you cuss you, I'm going to cuss your mum, or something <laughs> like that. Oh or, or did you just cuss my mum? Like, oh. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, literally, like, before we started recording, like, me and my brother were downstairs, um, like, thinking of who had the best insult for. I know, that's what I do to my head. sister sometimes. Oh my gosh, four foreheads. And I said to him, I, I said to him, I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> you could give Frankenstein and run for his money with how big your forehead is. Um, and we, we literally, <laughs> we call each other names all the time. And yesterday was a classic example. So yesterday, uh, me and my brother have a thing where we'll call each other animals. Yeah. Um, mainly because obviously I'm an animal lover. And so yeah. I'll come up with animals in which he's never even heard of. Yeah. And I go, what the hell is that? He was like, you, you're making it up. And I go, no, no, I'm not making it up. Um, yeah. So yesterday I called him a monkey. Yeah. And he literally he said to my mum, he went, Mom, are you just being racist? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, no, I'm not. I was like, one, I was like, we evolved from apes, okay. Monkeys also evolved from apes mm. as well. Um and he was like, No, mum, she's calling me a monkey because I'm mixed race, I'm darker than her. And I was like, I'm also mixed race. <laughs> um, but like someone else would normally take offense to that. Like I know like there's certain boundaries in which I have to meet. Oh with yeah, if, with it, my if it was directed in a rude way, obviously, yeah. then but yeah. also as well, like with with one of my sisters, um they my with one of my sisters, like there are boundaries for when we um, yeah, yeah. Out. because like she will they will decide that I will say one thing and they go oh my gosh I'm not playing anymore and they will just take it a step too far whereas me me and my brother know where the boundaries are we know when like when we've crossed them and when not to cross them um and so we just like I don't know it's it's interesting yeah and it's also important to know like when you're saying it as a joke and when, and when you notice you're not, it, yeah. come, yeah, you did it deliberately as an insult. Yeah. But but be like, oh, I'm just joking, or you know. But it's exactly. just, yeah, you know, yeah. It's just you have to be careful, and also know the difference when someone's actually joking or actually trying to insult you, basically. Exactly. The nice anyway, way to say it. I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I was gonna say. I was like, shall we call it the end? Oh yeah, I think we've gone long, can, long enough for part can, two. Yeah, part two. It's actually because um, should we say this? It's actually one thirty in the morning <laughs> in UK time. Um, and let's just say there's like me and it, normally we don't say, "Oh, shall we call it to an end?" But me and Zoe talk forever. Oh but, yeah, that's true. If no we, one stops us. We literally, we literally talk, talk and talk and talk and talk. And I literally, I just realised I've got to wake up in three and a half hours time. Because <laughs> I've been working tomorrow. What do I mean? Like, I, I, was, I didn't expect to be this long. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to, like, edit and colour grade some footage I need to do. And I'm looking at this and I'm, my eyes are tired. And I was like, oh, oh my God. I should sleep. Literally. And I need to wake up um, early tomorrow. Literally, okay. 
I had to close my door because my dog was like prowling around. <laughs> that sounds weird. But yeah, she was prowling around and I said to her, I was like, I'm gonna close my door for like a little bit. I was like, because it means I'm gonna go to I go and record. And her ears it just popped up. Like they were like, what like okay. And I was like, I'll see you in a bit. And <laughs> out like it's like nearly four hours later. Or because well Okay, I went in my room at like ten. Okay, but um, but we didn't start recording until like half past ten. Okay, um, and then and we took like a break one. between episodes. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Let's just call it a mm. day, even though um, we never like to say you know ends. I know. But literally, um, I think we haven't spoken in a while. We just like continue. I know. Anyway. Thank you, thank you guys so much yeah. for for listening. Um, I to be more up to date with stuff and, and yeah, slightly more consistent. We have we have a plan. Yeah, we have. So a plan. We, we've 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 created a plan. We're gonna stick to the plan. Um, so you should be expecting. We said the fifth, didn't we? Yeah, that's a definite date for recording. Yeah. So, so we yeah so we have decided that the fifth of every month is when we'll be recording to unless episode. there's a circumstance we have to yeah we'll we... give you an update but uh yeah just look forward to our new episode on yeah. the fifth after this yeah. part two yeah and yeah so we've decided that part one will be out around the fifth uh and then part two will be released like two weeks later yeah. by the way part one is yeah. not this part one we just no released. it's part one like, before. i think we've decided it's a good idea to have part one and two for episodes just yeah and also that also that way as well we don't leave it too long between episodes so there is a release every two at least every, every two, two weeks two. around about every two weeks yeah um so yeah yeah thank you for listening again apologies for for the radio silence oh new phone there (laughs) yeah but i was trying to say your phone's like really discreetly and didn't really work yeah it doesn't work aisha doesn't work on me i'm a spy yeah um yeah we just hope you look forward to the new episodes constant ones again we don't know what certain topics we talk about unless you know uh there's a specific one yeah stop trying to be discreet aisha i'm not what yeah yeah sure but yeah Yeah. again just this is just us like talking to each other like how we talk normally i guess yeah stop taking a picture i saw that anyway Yeah. yeah If you don't know, she's trying to take a picture discreetly and it's not working. Because uh, I can see her in camera over Zoom. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But again, like I said, unless we have suggested topics we really want to talk about or you want to suggest a topic you want us to talk about, we'll just talk about anything. So, <laughs> And that could go on for hours. So, you know... <laughs> us but yeah we hope you enjoyed uh part one and part two 
of this uh, episode. Um, guess talk. I've been trying to be discreet this time. Was like talk to you soon then. <laughs>